Hello, and welcome to Growing Together, a podcast where we discuss all things related to church planting and vitality in the Presbyterian Church in America. I'm Chris Vogel, the Church Planting and Vitality Coordinator for Mission to North America. This podcast exists to cultivate kingdom advancement in the PCA by connecting leaders, increasing awareness of the work being done, and promoting growth through discussions on church planting and vitality. Join us today as we grow together. Welcome to MA's podcast, Growing Together. With us today is Sarah Kalishman, Children's Ministry Specialist with MA's Refugee and Immigrant Ministry. Talk about how the children of immigrants are the seeds for church, future church vitality. Well, Sarah, that's a, that's a pretty powerful claim. Immigrant children are the seeds of church vitality. Why is that? You're right. It is a powerful claim. But as we look at the demographics of the U.S., in 25 years, no one population will be majority. And currently, we have one in four kids in the U.S. who are children of immigrants and one in three in Canada. We want and need our churches to reflect the demographics around us in order for there to be future church vitality. And God is bringing the nations to us, many of whom need to hear the gospel, many of whom are kids today and can be leaders Mm -hmm. in the future. So when you say, you know, the children being the the seed for vitality, how again, I usually think, okay, we're going to reach the parents. The parents will bring their kids. How, How is it the children help us reach the parents, especially when it comes to immigrants. Right. Well, we know that by loving children, mm. we love parents. Yes. We, um, we do appreciate it when, when our, our kids are taken care of. Yeah. Right. And children are learning the American culture through a different lens and a different way mm. than their parents ever yeah. will, even though their parents will reside here the yeah. rest of their lives. So they, they can kind of be somewhat of a, of a bridge. Correct. In that whole mm-hmm. whole process, especially right. they're going to pick up the culture, as you said, the language right. a bit more, more quickly and can serve that way. They kind of have their own culture. You might have heard the term third culture kids. Right. They're in their own culture here in the U.S. since they are bridging yeah. those two. Okay, great, great. So then you mentioned with being a, like a third culture kid, they're, they're neither their, their home culture or the culture they've come to. I would think that also creates some challenges as well, uh, you know, for them. So the, they, they have their own own needs. So when you're reaching the children of immigrants, what what are the the challenges there, and how and how can the ch- local church serve them and, and meet those those needs? Sure, great question. Yeah, of course, some of them, some of the needs are the same that any children would have. But in that bridge position, I would say they need loving, safe adults in both cultures Mm -hmm. um, so that they're, of course, taken good care of in their home, but they also have someone to come alongside them and teach them that new culture since their parents didn't grow up here. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. They also need some tangible things like help with homework and English, and they appreciate access to programs that are free of charge, like extracurricular stuff that um, we do in America. And most importantly, they need the gospel. Many of them have come from unreached people groups without access to the Bible, and some of them are Christian background but have missed the gospel. Mm. Um, And so 
that's what they need. And our sovereign God has placed them here as our neighbors. And as he says in his word in Acts 17, he determined the time set for them, the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. And Mm. just as he has done with us and our families. Yeah, yeah. You you mentioned something there too. With, uh, as there as people the immigrants are coming in, there there is a percentage it would seem that are coming from a, a Christian context. Um, mm-hmm. They may be professing faith or have some exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, usually, and this is that kind of the the self centered American mindset is well, if they're coming from another country, they must not have heard the gospel before. Mm. Um, do, do you have a sense of 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 how that is perhaps not true? What what have you seen with that? Um, right, yeah, it depends on the country, of yeah. course, oh, yeah. a lot yeah. in the culture. and um, But we have a recent woman who has joined our church who did hear the gospel from missionaries in her country, okay. came to Christ, and now is here. Oh, um, but, of course, there are other examples that God's church is growing and active yeah. in those places, and we have a lot we could learn from them, yeah. from our brothers and sisters. Oh, oh, that's, mm-hmm. oh that's great. Well, how, how has the, the work with immigrant children impacted your church? We can have mm-hmm. any, any stories that can, can help everyone kind of identify with. Sure. Yeah. So it's been about 13 years now that we've had a backyard Bible club program. We now call it Kids Club in the Neighborhood. And lots of volunteers from the church are involved in that. So it's teaching us how to live out the gospel of Jesus's love and grace to all people. And as they come into the church, our church is seeing the community around us Mm. um, within a short term example of that impact is the first year I was in my neighborhood and just went door to door inviting to VBS we had about six or eight kids come. The next year after we'd been in there getting to know the kids through Kids Club and developing relationships and trust with the families, we had over 30 kids come. And now we are at about 70 kids that'll come over to the church um, for that program, which is pretty close to 100% of our most involved kids and 75% maybe of the kids we interact with yeah. throughout the year. Um, so, yeah, yeah, just that that impact of having them with us now. Yeah, that, that's a huge impact. So as you're just telling me this, and I, mm-hmm. I have some sense of the context, but my immediate response would be if this is our first conversation. So you live in a kind of an urban large city uh, context. Is that correct? Ah, good question. Actually, I do not. Okay. Um, I live in a small college town in yeah. the Shenandoah Valley, and um, we have a refugee resettlement office. Okay. So people are assigned by the government to be placed there. Yeah. And so because of that, we have a lot of variety of folks from right. Eritrea, Iraq, Sudan, um, wow. to name a few. And those are places that no one can just get on a plane and go to and be a missionary at right we generally want to leave war-torn countries yeah, which yeah, is yes. why they're here yeah that's yeah. why they're here yes. and yeah and i think it, it, it is a helpful thing um again our i think the assumption of a lot of people is again probably perhaps basing it more off again a perception from a century mm-hmm. or a century and a half ago immigrants you know they're they're going to new york city and philadelphia mm-hmm. and boston 
And then they might trickle out, you know, to the Midwest on trains. Sure. But now they're being resettled and often in in more smaller midtown cities where there's opportunities and mm-hmm. ability to bring them into the communities more easily. Right. And they really appreciate those small town contexts yeah, as well. Yeah. And, and, and so what, what is it? How, how do they, you know, what have you seen the way they engage and interact in mm-hmm. that, that context? You, you said they appreciate the small town. So what, what, mm-hmm. what might they gravitate towards or find mm-hmm. more agreeable? Yeah, well, I've had conversations with some of my Muslim neighbors mm-hmm. who I think we've even verbalized, well, just like you, you want a, a safe community that's yeah. not super liberal and different things, and so they're happy to be there. Yeah. Um, and I think that that reverence for... God and the moral values. Yeah, some um, small town yeah. values is is what they're what they're looking like, for, which yeah. a lot of people are, and so we shouldn't right. be be surprised. What um, yeah. you're you you work for M and A as well? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yes. And so, what what is your role in all of that? Sure. Yes. So I'm on staff with M and M and A Refugee and Immigrant mm-hmm. Ministry as a resource person for churches that want to connect in. With immigrants and refugees in their community, um, specifically in children's ministry, um, yeah, yeah. So just there to come alongside and encourage. So if 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 my church is interested in uh, refugee and immigrant ministry out of M and A, and so if I contact you, what kind of resources are you able to provide? What 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 would I perhaps expect? Sure. Yeah, I would love to talk through the dynamics of your community okay. and and who's close to your church and um, how can we get to know the kids and bring yeah. them in. And, and so I can provide resources for working with the kids and yeah. just brainstorm along those lines. No. Well, excellent. Mm-hmm. excellent. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. Appreciate uh, the, the work that you're doing and the yeah. opportunities that we have to reach this really vital 25%. You yes, said yes. one out of four children yes. is a child of an immigrant. Yes. That yeah. is absolutely amazing. Well, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for being part of this podcast, Growing Together. Yes, Take care. thank you. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Growing Together. We hope you found the discussion informative and engaging. If you want to stay up to date on all things related to church planting and vitality in the PCA, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also love to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a rating and review. Help us spread the word by recommending the podcast to other brothers and sisters in the PCA. To stay in the loop and receive updates, visit pcamna.org slash growing dash together and join our email list. And don't forget to follow us at Mission to North America on Facebook, at PCAMNA on Twitter, and at MNAPCA on Instagram for even more content. Thanks for being a part of the Growing Together community. We'll see you in the next episode.